Hello and welcome to Backstage With, a new series of podcasts where I, Kiara Lari, take you on a journey discovering backstage roles in theatre. So here we are with another wonderful guest today. Why don't you tell us please a little bit about who you are and what you do? Hi, I'm Nadia Mia. I'm a swing dresser here at Aladdin at the Prince Edward Theatre in London. So you introduced yourself as a swing dresser. Is there a difference between that and a regular dresser? So a swing dresser is someone who can cover all the tracks in the show as and when they're needed. Whereas a dresser usually just has one set of people they look after and one track that they follow. Interesting. So it's like having skills to know everyone's... It sounds a little stressful. Yeah, it's like having a swing on stage except we do all the backstage stuff. Oh yeah, okay, so you have like parallels of each other. That's really cool. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Why don't you tell us about your mystery object today? So what I have brought with me today is some sets of my dressing notes. Would you like to have a look? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Brought a couple sets for you just so you can have a look, see what sort of things we put in our notes when we're learning a track. So they're like little, they're like flashcards with rings in them. And yeah. they've got, the, each, each individual pack is like for different people? Yeah, so each individual pack is for each different track that you do each kind of routine that you follow I keep them like this because I have tiny pockets so I need something that fits into my jeans or something as I'm running through the building I love it I'm seeing steam back of Prince Ali's trousers just the back (laughs) (laughs) mostly the back where he sits down they get all creased sometimes oh wow interesting here I'll give those back to you thank you so so you've mentioned the word track a few times and I was just wondering like what exactly is a track if there's a, a a definition by the book of it? So for us, a track is the routine that you would follow um, as you're following a character or um, the people that you're looking after. So it's, you know, your step by step of what you're doing throughout the show. Okay, and there's like a different one for every single character? Yeah, every single person that you're looking after, whether it's the girls ensemble or the boys ensemble, or even if you're looking after Aladdin, everyone's is very, very different. Okay, that's, that sounds really demanding, pretty specific, but at least you have it written down, so yeah. you have to just kind of follow that's the That's why the cards are helpful. Sometimes you forget who you are if you're doing lots of different things during the week. So just specifically about Aladdin and the Aladdin wardrobe, what makes the costumes special or working in wardrobe exciting? Uh, the costumes are so different to any show that I have probably ever seen or potentially may ever work on again. Um, they're all so fantastic because they're not reality you've got people wearing things that look like nappies and you've got girls who are wearing dresses that are like jellyfishes and things like that and there's a couple scenes where people are wearing costumes on costumes on costumes and everything's held together with poppers um so that's why that's so different to absolutely everything that i've probably ever seen ever so wait what are poppers um so it's it's a fascinating that it has um a stud that goes into like a holder and it kind of holds it together it's not a permanent it's not as permanent as a button it can be released if you pull on it but it's you know quite secure that it's not gonna like be knocked and fall off oh so when you have like layers and layers everything's put together with different poppers yeah yeah yeah. they're like a pop fastening i guess it's like a little secret little nifty wardrobe (laughs) thing you guys have got lots of things but you just don't notice them (laughs) that's really cool because hair and makeup had loads of like cool nifty um things that their department made up to make hair and makeup work that's just funny seeing how wardrobe as well has their own 
like secret inventions that make everything work. <laughs> Are there any other things that we don't know about? Um, lots of magnets holding things together. Um, and some of the costumes are, you know, we've got secret zips in things and mostly poppers. Mostly poppers, <laughs> a lot of poppers. And how does it, how does costume work with all the microphones and wires and, and all that stuff? So most of the cast, the girls, wear their mic packs on their head. The boys have a little elasticated um, waist belt that they just have around their waist. So it's hidden by all their costumes and it doesn't really affect anything because they're not too bulky. They're all quite flat. So most people have them in there or in or they're in hats sometimes if they need, you know, extra sound and volume. Well, so they can be kind of hidden everywhere. Hidden everywhere. You and that's pretty know. important because they shouldn't be seen, but they have to be working and they you know, costumes can't like be pulling at them or yeah. anything. So it's interesting. I wonder if you've had any like moments where not necessarily something's gone wrong, but it's like, Oh my goodness, the microphone in the costume, what what are we gonna do? Um, I think it has happened once during Friend Like Me. There's a very quick change where a wig is taken off and then we have to make sure a hat gets put on. And I think as the wig was taken off and as the jacket was being pulled, everything came back. The wig, the wig cap, the um, the wire for the microphone all came off with the jacket and everything was just all together on the floor. And you had to just... <laughs> Find a solution yeah, somehow. Yeah. Luckily, it was just before the interval, so it could all get fixed. Oh, um, wow. But still, it was a dramatic 10 seconds. <laughs> well, it's the magic of live theatre, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about how you got into working within wardrobe and how maybe you got to here at the Prince Edward and Aladdin? Um, so I did a degree in costume making, and that kind of led me into theatre and learning to make for theatre as opposed to real life and film. And that kind of brought me to here as a starting base. It's my first job from uni, so it's yeah. Because you're you're really young. How old are you again? I'm 22. Oh my god! So you just came out straight straight from uni. Yeah, the and summer I finished straight to here. And you came from uni to Aladdin. Yes, that's yeah. amazing. How did that happen? <laughs> did you just find that? Like, um, did they find you? I it was through word of mouth. Someone I knew had applied for a job here, and she said, "Oh, they're looking for a second person." So I sent my CV to the head of wardrobe and she called me the next day for an interview. So you sent it like off, kind of like you knew a little bit about that they were looking for someone and you just sent your CV? Yeah, yeah, she just, one of my friends provided me with the email address luckily because she'd already been in contact and yeah, that's how I just sent my CV and oh, that's how they that's got so it. Oh, good. Yeah, I was very, very lucky, very yeah. lucky. <laughs> Would you recommend that if someone wanted to go into working in like the wardrobe, the wardrobe world of theatre that they do a degree in costume or... How, how can you like access it? I would say nowadays, probably, yeah, it's good to have a little bit of background in costume, especially if you want to do a big show like Aladdin, because it's a lot of maintenance involved in the costumes. And having a degree in costume means that you can help with that. And it makes you a little bit more special when you're applying for the job because you can be a little bit extra helpful. That's really interesting. So in terms of working here at Aladdin and working in the wardrobe department, what is like your daily schedule, daily routine? Like after you wake up and you're on your way to work, like what are your, I need to do this list, your to-do um, list. So what exactly is your day-to-day -day routine working within wardrobe? So getting in at six o'clock on a normal day, you have your preset where you organize all your costumes and bits for the show. You're then free until the half if you get everything done. 
at the half, you need to get into your blacks, get ready for the show, make sure everyone has their laundry and everything they need to start the show. At the quarter hour call, go down to the dressing rooms and various bunkers where you start and start getting everyone into costume. On a matinee day, it's exactly the same except you start at one o'clock. So exact same thing, but just a little bit earlier. And then you work throughout the show as well? Yes, so throughout the show you have um, all your different changes and things like that. Some, some tracks get a bit of a break between them, whether it's 10 or 15 minutes, um, but it's pretty constant throughout the show on all the different tracks in Aladdin. So are different people in the wardrobe team like assigned different characters and tracks to? Yes, so everybody has their own track that they do every day of the week unless there is sickness or holiday. And that's when the swings step in and we cover them. But everyone has their own thing to do. And do those ever, like, change or rotate? No, not really. They just stay pretty yeah, solid. They, yeah, they It's probably the better same. that way, otherwise it'd be so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so many things to do. It would do. get confusing sometimes. And what is it like working then just in the evenings? Like, how, how does that mean, what does that mean, like, in terms of lifestyle? Like, what's your lifestyle like? Um, mine, to be honest, is pretty boring. I come from working a job where I was working during the day and all my hours suddenly I'm doing the same amount of hours but they've all been shifted to the evening it's not too bad really you have the whole day if you don't have a matinee so you can see friends socialize do your shopping do anything you need to do during the day and then you just go to work in the evening and you finish at 10 um, on this show so it's not too bad so if you still want to have evening plans it's not too late that everything is closed um, and it's also, you know, it's still sociable hours. And do you work also, like, throughout the show? Like, Yeah, yes. Yeah. So this is quite a busy show for dressing. So most tracks are involved in the first two numbers. Um, so we have um, Arabian Nights, which is the opening number. And there's that kind of, it opens and everyone's on stage and things like that. And after that, going into the next number and next scene, um, there's quite a few guard changes. So I think it's something like six or seven boys have to go from their market clothes into their um, guard uh, costumes. And from that, they're all quite quick changes. So you're kind of like running around throughout the show making sure everyone has their costumes and dress? It is a little bit, but I think at this point we're all quite settled and we kind of know what's going on. I mean, unless someone is new or if there's a swing on or something, sometimes it's a little bit hectic. But I think at this point, everyone is kind of settled there's not that much yeah like you've gotten used to the routine a little bit yeah. now yeah yeah it's just routine so I wonder how does your department the wardrobe department work together with the other departments to like make the show run smoothly and um, we're all we all communicate quite well and we all understand that costume and things like wigs they're kind of interchange interchangeable in sometimes um there's costume elements that are part of wigs and the wigs that are in hats and things like that so there's lots of um, part like times when we just naturally work together because that's the way the show works. That's really good. You know, the I think I've been picking up on the podcast that we've been doing that there's a lot of similar things throughout the shows in the departments that one of the main things that's ringing in my head is a big sense of like teamwork and family. Do you feel the same with your department and also with other departments and everything? Yeah, massively. Um, starting the show as my first job, I was really, really nervous that, you know, everyone would be really mean and people would be scary, but everyone has been so kind and so nice and so friendly. Honestly, from the second you walk into the building, smiles, hellos, people introduce themselves, and it is just, like, 
a really good sense of community with everyone because we know that we're working you know long hours crazy shows and it's busy so we do just have to get along and be friendly <laughs> in terms of working in wardrobe i was wondering if you guys make any of the costumes um, so we do not usually make any costumes. There's been a couple occasions when if something is broken beyond repair, if it is a fairly simple make, um, the pattern can be sent to us and it can be made. It has, it's been done recently. Usually it is outsourced though through freelancers and costume companies who tend to deal with more making. Interesting. Also, do you like buy some stuff or how does that work? Is it all handmade? Um, undergarments and undershirts and things like that that aren't really seen, that's what we tend to buy. Because this show is kind of set in not real life, we kind of need to keep those things hidden. But there are, you know, socks and t-shirts under some costumes that people would never really see. So we do buy some yeah, things. Yeah, a bit of a mix then. Yeah. So my next question is, what is, it was kind of a two-part question. Okay. So what is the best part about your job and the most challenging aspect of your job? Um, okay, so I think the best part of my job is probably that at the end of the day you are, you're putting on a show. I think it's really exciting. You know, when you see a show and it's amazing at the end, you think, wow, that was magical, like how everything worked. I think at, at the end of the day, you're doing that for the people who are seeing that, um, the show as a whole. So I think that's probably the best part of the job. And I think the most challenging thing is sometimes during, you know, your quick changes, you can, you might forget something or something might be a little bit different. And I think the, probably the most challenging thing is getting things wrong um, because you don't want it to affect the show, but sometimes it can. And that is challenging when that does happen. <laughs> yeah, but ultimately you're all, like always striving to achieve kind of perfection, I guess. Yes. It's the thing about the theatres and the shows and everyone I've spoken to is that everyone's got really, really high standards and it's like, I want this to be perfect day in, day out. And that's like, <laughs> yes. that's the goal that you can use, something that you can really strive to really want to achieve every single day, which is, I guess gives you a good sense of purpose as well, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. There's quite a few changes that um, I've done in some of the big numbers. And if I'm on a certain track and I see that person afterwards, I'm guaranteed a high five if it goes well. And if it goes badly, we just we just kind of, you know, shake our heads at each other and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> My next question is, what advice would you have for someone who's interested in going into working within wardrobe, specifically theater? I would probably say be persistent because it's not always the right time when you're handing out your CVs. Um, a lot of it is, you know, you hand a CV and you might not hear anything back and it could just be a case of it's not the right time. Um, but also probably just be determined as well. If you know that's what you want to do, you just need to keep doing it. Everything you know happens for a reason and at the right time. Who is the person that they should be contacting? Should they drop an email to the production team, the director, you know, who, who do they get in contact with? So the advice I was given is to go to theatres, knock on the stage door, ask to speak to the head of wardrobe. And if they're not in, leave your CV. If you can find out their name or ask for an email address, I was always told to do that. To kind of be as abrupt and annoying, I was told, as you can be, because they need, they like to see persistence. Um, so yeah, I was told, go to the stage doors, ask to see people, leave your CVs, things like that. So if someone was to want to drop their CV off, like you said, to the head of wardrobe, what kind of things should they have on their CV that might make them stand out? What 
experience could they have that could make them look good in the eyes of wardrobe? I think having previous dressing experience or theatre experience is always handy to have on a CV. When I was at university we were encouraged quite a lot um, to go out and get some work experience so lots of shows if you contact them send an email to their company office which emails you can usually find on their website and say that you're a student at whichever university and say can I come in for a couple days or a week for some work experience in your wardrobe department most of the time they're happy to have people who can come and shadow and have a look how wardrobe works for a few days I'd done it at a few theatres in the West End and also done some work experience working for operas and things like that so it is just a case of asking people and if you say you're a student people are always happy to help you because they know that they were there once and they know that they're kind of the future so if you want people to come into the theatre you want people who've seen it before at least. That's good so there are people that want you to be there and want to learn and they're very encouraging as well? Yeah yeah of course they know that if they discourage people people are not going to want to work in theatre but you know and it's also a taste you might come to a show and decide oh I you know I don't want to be in wardrobe maybe I want to be in wigs or the other way around so it's always good to get that work experience so before you have your degree and you're applying for jobs you know that that's what you want to be doing. Are there any other sources of information or places people can go to if they want to get into this field? Lots of things on social media um, are available for helping find jobs there's quite a lot especially in the costume industry there's lots of Groups on Facebook, for example, and Instagram pages. Um, a pretty good one from Facebook is the UK Theatre Dressers Guild. Um, they post lots of jobs and things like that and lots of information for touring and jobs in London as well. So I was wondering also what kind of technical skills might be helpful within working in wardrobe? Um, so with this show that in includes a lot of maintenance, a bit of sewing skills is kind of helpful. Um, however, that is something that you, you can learn and also with Aladdin as a show, the costumes are put together in ways that no normal clothes are. So it does take a little while, a little bit of practice to work out how certain things button together and how this zips to this and things like that. So I think a lot of it is practice and learning the costumes that you're with, but that's something you do when, when you get there. I'm not sure if that's something you can always learn when you're studying. I would say organisation is very important. You know, there's if you're dressing certain people, they can have a specific pair of earrings for a specific scene, and you need to know where they are at all times, or you know, shoes that they have to wear at this point, but then they change halfway through and things like that. So organisation is very, very important, and also social skills. It's a really, really social job. You're dealing with people as they're getting dressed and as they're changing and things like that. And it's quite be quite intimate um, so you need to be able to have you know be able to understand social cues and things like that and understand when the right conversations are appropriate and things like that and also how to have a good time at the end of the day everyone's really chatty and things like that so it's good if you can be chatty as well and another question on just following off the back of that you mentioned early also what you mentioned earlier that you get freelance dressers to sometimes make the costumes and come in every so often but I'm assuming that working here at Aladdin you have kind of like a contract and you're working here for the rest of the show so I was wondering how that works in terms of employment within being the ward within being in the wardrobe industry do you work always freelance or is it always contracts within a show or is it like I think it is you either you can be freelance and still 
have a contract dressing, especially dressing is mostly evenings. And I do know quite a few people who during the day they will go to costume studios and they will help people with their making um, and then come and do the show in the evening. So it is possible to do both. It's just whether you can handle it and you've got the right connections. So you can work both with a contract and freelance and you can, because you have your days free, you can do kind of yeah. what you want in the day. Yeah, yeah. Lots, nice. And lots of people do. They, you know, they're very tired, but lots of them do. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part of the podcast segments. I'm going to throw some quick fire questions at you. Okay. You can just answer with the first thing that comes into okay. your head. I'm so ready. Yes. Okay, here we go. Favorite musical? Phantom of the Opera. Oh my gosh, you were ready for that one. <laughs> Favorite character? In Aladdin. In anything. Oh. In both. Oh my gosh. Okay, Aladdin would have to be the Sultan. And in general, oh. Oh. Jean Valjean in Les Mis. Oh, nice. Why the Sultan? I just think he's hilarious. He's so stern, but also he's just so casually funny and he just you know, it's not he's not supposed to realise it and yeah. it just makes me howl every time. Oh so every it's time. A genuine <laughs> laugh. That's nice. Um, what's your dream show to work on within wardrobe? Um Prince of Egypt. Ooh. Yeah, it's one of my favourite films growing up. And when I heard it was, you know, around, I instantly knew that that was what I wanted to do. Well maybe maybe you never know, never yeah, say never. <laughs> Is there someone you look up to within this industry? Um, anyone who has made it from dressing all the way up to, you know, a head of wardrobe. That's something that I would aspire to be one day and I just like the transitions. What what are the transitions? If you start from like you just finished uni, you went straight into swing dressing. What are like the next steps? What is the head of wardrobe? like? What, um, what so in the wardrobe department, we have the dresses, then there are wardrobe assistants, and then there are the wardrobe deputies, and then the head of wardrobe. So it's just a few steps on the ladder, but it takes years and experience to get there. Really, yeah. yeah. So every time you have like more responsibilities and stuff. Yeah, I think every step up, you have a little bit more responsibility and a little bit more on your shoulders to handle. And what is the head of wardrobe? Like, she's got everything on her shoulders? Um, I think she does a little bit. Everything is kind of, everything that happens is her problem, in a way. Um, and, you know, you have to answer to her if anything goes wrong, or if things aren't looking right, she's the one that will tell you, you need to sort this out, please. Um, yeah. So, yeah, everything is kind of down to her. <laughs> so she has all the power, basically. She does have all the power. Okay, that's, I guess that's the ultimate end goal, then. <laughs> yeah. Also, just to ask you, what is one thing that you wish you knew on your first day of starting here that you know now? I wish I had known to have multiple pairs of blacks. So the clothes <laughs> we wear, we have to wear all black clothes. And I came on my first day with one pair of jeans and two black t-shirts. You need way more than that. It gets really hot sometimes downstairs. You need something lighter. You need more than one pair of jeans because your knees will be ripped within weeks. So I wish I'd have come more prepared. That's not too bad at all. If it's just wardrobe, I mean, that's definitely something that can be sorted out. It really affects you sometimes. It gets so warm sometimes. <laughs> that's so funny. Wardrobe affecting the wardrobe yeah. too. <laughs> Looking back, it's probably totally my fault for not thinking. <laughs> well, now, whoever's listening knows. Yeah. Buy multiple blacks. You can get a pack of three from everywhere. <laughs> yeah, perfect. My last question is, what's your best memory working within wardrobe? 
Oh, that's really tricky. I think just in general, the camaraderie that we have, I'm very, very lucky that the dressing and wardrobe team, we all get on so well and I do, I'm really grateful for all of them. They've been amazing coming into the show, but also the whole building. I think that's probably my best memory, just meeting everyone and the times that we have together, you know, we have work drinks and things like that. It's always, always a lot of fun. That's so nice. It's really, it's so wholesome. It's really sappy. <laughs> well, it's lovely to end on a positive and wholesome note as well um, with that. But thank you so much for joining us. That's thank been so you. informative, so nice. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, thank you for having me.